You're listening to Incorporating Superpowers with the voice of reason, risk mitigation expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Justin Reckla. Get ready to rip apart the veil as we dismantle old school business and prepare for what comes next. Business will never be the same. Welcome back to another episode of Incorporating Superpowers. And today, well... (laughs) Like so many times before today, you're going to be in for a treat because today my guest is going to talk about, well, we're going to talk about, we're going to explore what it means to take charge of your life, of your business, of your future, and, and what it means to, to look at how you live your life and recognize that it's okay to fail. It's what you do with the lessons that you learn from the failure that drive you and create the future for you moving forward. My guest today is Norman McCall. He's a, an author, a motivational speaker. He's a, I would I dare say, former lawyer. I don't it's know a rewired lawyer. Rewired. Uh, a, 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 <laughs> there you go. A rewired lawyer. Norman, welcome to the show today. Thanks so much, Justin. It's a, it's an honor to be here. You know, some of my best friends are, are lawyers, and I think we get along because uh of the the logic and critical thinking piece that requires to be you know that requires to be a, become a lawyer and, and we just we you know lawyers just see the world different and i love the fact that you use rewired lawyer uh, because you've got quite the experience and folks it's um if you haven't seen norman's ted talk you're gonna want to go watch it. it it's absolutely brilliant norman well first and foremost thank you for being here today talk to me about Who's Norman McCall? Why do you do what you do? Ah, well, you know what? Uh, When I started out as a lawyer, when I left law school, uh, I knew I wanted to be a tax lawyer, but I actually didn't even know what tax lawyers did. And when I started my career, uh, at least for the first three or four years, uh, what came back to me was you seem to have a lot of potential, but there's something missing. And I couldn't figure out what it was. And it actually took my wife to point it out that. Um, I was missing, I guess she called it initiative, but it was like she, she set off a light bulb, but, but imagine sitting through a review, you think you're doing okay. And your boss says, Norm, there's something wrong with you, but I can't tell you what it is. Like, so I went home angry. I came back the next work, even angrier at myself for having let the fruit. I I was kind of letting my career happen to me and going nowhere. And from that moment onward, I made a change in the way I saw everything. And, and I realized, and this is the message, you know, the first message I wanted to give everybody that, that, you know, if you want to succeed, you can't sit back and wait for it to happen to you. Like you, you gotta take charge and make things happen, take initiative. And when I started to do that, suddenly I started to think, see things that I couldn't see before. So fast forward 25 years, uh, I, I, I became a partner in my law firm. I ended up um, moving. I, I took the bold step 10 days after my fourth child was born. Um, and, and my wife is the saint in this story. We moved, uh, we moved cities. Uh, I opened a new office, started from scratch, and it took on the beginning of something I didn't even know. Once again, I didn't even know if I knew how to do it. Like, how do you, how do you build a business from scratch? I didn't know how to do that. And uh, over time, sort of, I picked myself up, I fell, I picked myself up, I fell, uh, I learned how to build a business, I 
I took my tax practice and uh, and turned myself into a, a Canadian and ultimately an international film finance expert. I worked with Canadian producers. I ended up working with uh, Amer major American film studios. I sat on the board of Lionsgate for 10 years. In fact, I was sitting in the boardroom the day they decided to produce The Hunger Games. Oh, like, wow. Like, like how cool was that? And, and these are all things <laughs> I never could have predicted. And uh, for 25 years, I, I built that operation. I ended up coming to lead the overall national uh, and international operation. And, it, you know, my, I, I, I'm, I consider myself privileged. Uh, I wouldn't call it lucky, but I, I had the advantage of getting advice from, from some people along the way, including my wife, which were really helpful and, and helped, helped me with my career. And I swore that uh, one day I was going to give back and I made it my mission, particularly once I began to run the operation but I made it my mission to pass along as many lessons as I could and, and pay it forward. And now that I've retired from practice, and we can get to that story later, but now that I've retired, I really uh, consider it uh, re as much as a, a duty or a mission to really oh. help other people and help pass along the lessons that, that I had to figure out on my own. I, I absolutely love that. You know, my, my part of my personal belief is, is that, I agree with you. It's part of it's our responsibility to to pass that along, right? Not just for our children, but for those who are, are seeking the help. Those that are like, "How do I do this? What's it look like?" Hey, tell me it's not scary, right? And if they can learn from how we did it, then yeah, absolutely. Why don't we share? That's I mean, that's like you and I were talking about before the show started. That's that's why. Superpower Network and Superpower Experts exist was to bring everybody together in the same conversation because that was part of our marching orders is to get everybody into the same conversation. Exactly, exactly. And and I love the fact that you you're, you refer to it as superpowers because in the end, each of us has our own particular superpower or talent or, uh, or God-given gift. And we just have to find it. And once we find it, then we have to figure out how to use it. Norman, you get me. You really, <laughs> really get me. I love you, man. I love you. This is, I knew we were going to have fun in this. Um, Norman, this is, uh, I want to, I'm going to, I'm going to go to break real quick because this, this is, uh, there's so much more on the back end that I want to explore with you um, sure. because, because it's important. But before we do go on break, where can people go find more information about you? All right. The hardest thing, uh, the, the greatest challenge in terms of finding me is spelling my name right. So if you can get that, you can get me. It's Norman Bacall, one word, B-A-C-A-L, NormanBacall.com. Um, really as simple as that. And you can find out everything you need to know about me. You can find all my books out there, uh, the links uh, to Amazon and the links to, uh, uh, to my public speaking. So uh, feel free. Once again, Norman Bacall. N-O-R-M-A-N-B-A-C-A-L dot com. Simple as that. Fantastic, folks. Go take a look at Norman's TED Talk. Go check out his books. Go see what he's doing in the world because it matters. You want to get all the different perspectives that you can, and Norman's putting out a lot of good in the world, and you're going to want to partake in it. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hi, everyone. I'm Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. 
Are you ready to master your life? Are you looking for more calm and peace, connectedness in your relationships, more clear communication, guided thoughts, and a confidence in your ability to come up with creative solutions no matter what happens? Then join us at our next experience. Go to superpowerexperts.com and get signed up today. Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. My guest today is Norman Pacall, author, motivational speaker, rewired attorney, and he's out there making a difference in the world because, well, that's what you're supposed to do, folks, is give back and share. Norman, you've got an amazing backstory, and, and I want to go down this, this, this story of rewired attorney. Tell me more about why, why did you use it? Why do you use the term rewired attorney? Well, I, 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 first of all, I have to confess, I didn't make it up. I, I actually read it somewhere. <laughs> okay. uh, somebody else wrote a book about it. And I said, wow, that actually describes me. I mean, that word said it all because um, I retired from practice. I, I made a, uh, an oath to myself when, when I started working. And that is I was going to continue doing it as long as I loved to get up in the morning every day and come to work. And as, as long as, and and for thirty five years, that's how I felt. Like I I woke up excited to get there in the morning, but I swore if that ever stopped, I, w- I would get out. So um, so about about a year after uh, I left my leadership position, which I'd been doing for about twenty five years, uh, we transferred over to new management. I and I consulted with a few friends and retired people and said, like, what you know, I'm I'm thinking about what do I do next. Because I, I knew there was no going back to being a lawyer. Once once you've led an organization, it's hard to to, to just go back and go backwards. You know, I was looking for some new challenge in my life, and Whoa. everybody I spoke to said, you know, take a year and just step back, chill a bit, uh, stay stay at your firm. You know, let somebody else lead it, and you'll figure out what to do next. And in the course of that year, my law firm collapsed. Whoa. Now. That itself is a whole story, uh, but with without that collapse, there would there would be no rewirement. Uh, ironically, so it was um, it was probably the toughest thing I ever went through in my life. Um, and you know that said, uh, you know I, I, I'm very fortunate from a health perspective. You know my my children are healthy, my grandchildren are healthy. So you know I haven't gone through what other people have in terms of losing losing uh, people and, and, and feeling that kind of loss. But for me, uh, imagine that we, what you've spent 25 years building uh, collapses right underneath you. And Ooh. suddenly it was all gone. Yeah. And, uh, so uh, apart from anything else, I had to, my wife said, Norm, there's one thing you need to do right now. You need to get a job. But imagine I was, I was the leader of the organization and suddenly I had to go in to another law firm where I was a nobody. I, I led a group of people. Uh, I had I had some pedigree, but I had no because I was in uh, in the position I was in. I had no client base left, so I was kind. Of, I would say, in some respects, economically invaluable. Uh, sorry, non valuable, not invaluable. <laughs> no economically unvalued at the place I went to, and it was. Uh, I, and I figured I'd stay three years and then get out. But it was my wife at the end of two years. Uh, she actually she did do things. She handed me a a blank, you know, you know, one of those blank notebooks you get. They they used to be called nothing books, and you yeah, yeah. You, you fill them out. You write a diary. And she handed it to me. She said, you know, Norm, you've become very angry since uh, Heenan Blakey collapsed. I think you need to kind of process that anger. 
so here, start writing. And nice. so I took her, as usual, I took her advice and started writing. And over the next six months, I filled up six of those notebooks, uh, uh, all handwritten. And I decided I, you know, I was going to write down every story I could remember uh, back to the beginning of, of, uh, of time. And, and until I was ready to confront what that, you know, what the last year and the steps towards the collapse meant to me emotionally. And once all those feelings got onto the piece of paper, or the, I should say the piece of paper, because there were many, um, I, saw, I, I found, I, I started to feel better. But it never occurred to me that what I was doing was writing the first draft of a book. <laughs> so, I, you know, so I sent, I sent a, a chapter down to, after I typed it, uh, to one of my uh, film producer clients in Hollywood, who's actually sent back some script notes and said, hmm, this actually looks interesting. And then I called a book agent I knew uh, who said, uh, Norm, how long is this? And I said, uh, Michael, it's 750 pages. He said, <laughs> he said, call me back when it's under 300 because Norm, nobody's that interested in your life. So, uh, so that's what I did. And at the end of the process, uh, I discovered I was learning how to write a book. And wow. suddenly the new connections in my head were forming and I was working with, uh, with an editor and a publisher and having to read books and take, uh, not, not take lessons because it was all self-taught self in terms of how to write nonfiction. And then my wife said, you know, you write pretty well. Why don't you try writing a, a fiction? And of course, I don't know how to do that either. Well, you know, I didn't know how to run a law firm. I didn't know how to finance motion pictures, but I'd done all that. So I, again, I went back to the source, started uh, reading materials on how to write a novel and, uh, and eventually over the next four years, figured out how to do it. And, you know, lo and behold, I've, uh, I've written two nonfiction. So breakdown, which was the, the, really the, the memoir. And it's a, it's a book on how to build, how to lead. Um, and then the, ultimately the elements uh, that hold organizations to, together and the elements that drive them apart. Because until you've lived through the collapse of your business, uh, and that's a great teacher in terms of things not to do, let me tell you that, yeah, uh, yeah. as painful as it is. But, but uh, ultimately, uh, over the, you know, the following seven years, I've written uh, two murder mysteries, um, uh, both of them bestsellers, uh, bestselling, uh, Breakdown was a Canadian bestseller, and then, of course, Take Charge, uh, which took, I spent four years on the lecture circuit across Canada and, and uh, doing retreat, business retreats across the United States, talking about my experience. And it was particularly my, my university lectures where I'd go on campus and the theme of my speeches became, I used to be you being the student with the beard, the long hair and the knapsack. Uh, who had no idea about what was coming after school and how did I get to be me? And after lecturing about that you know, across the country, it, it suddenly occurred to me that would be the great subject of a book, mm -hmm. sort of that. Uh, but of course I, I needed a different name. So I called it Take Charge. And, and I realized that's when I started to, it really forced me to refine my own message. Like what had I done, what I accomplished. And, and in that course, I interviewed probably at least 25 other professionals and entrepreneurs, including there was one fellow I, I interviewed 
He, he arrived as a 16 year old from Jamaica with just the shirt on his back and went to live with his grandmother in the poorest part of Toronto. And he is one of Canada's leading entrepreneurs. Now he leads the black North initiative, which is a, an initiative he set up um, to make sure there were more people of color in Canadian boardrooms. His name is Wes Holtz. It's, it's an incredible story. And so what I did was I, I, it was sort of my quest to find these unusual stories of people who had made it. And what, what did we all have in common? And, and more important, what is it that not only we all have in common, but that all your listeners have in common that they don't even realize? And, and you know, to put it in your terms, how do they tap into their superpowers, take initiative and, uh, and do the next great thing in their lives? Mm, I absolutely love that. And, and I love the fact that you, you, you took that and, and started sharing it and, and got the immediate feedback from the projection that this is the right path that you were on and the books you were on. And I dare say that your wife probably had some intuition and knew that you had those books in you, which is why she handed you that notepad. Yeah, she, she probably did. Um, but I have to say, and this, uh, and I'm saying this because I want it to resonate, but uh, after I'd done breakdown, I, uh, I, I sent, uh, what I thought was a really good draft of my first novel to my editor. And I said, listen, I, I don't need you to edit it. I just want you to tell me, am I on the right track? Cause I, because yeah. I respect your opinion. So we get on the phone and we've, we've had a relationship now for two years and she very politely, politely says, Norm, I like your story. She said, but uh, so, and, but, and if you want to be a very well-regarded amateur, this is good enough. Mm. And it was like, I could feel the knife going through my ribs Yeah, because, because she, she knew me. She knew like, that was like, I had to pick myself off the floor. I was, I was so deflated. Like basically what she was telling me is Norm, you've written crap. <laughs> I've and I've kept that draft on my bookshelf. It's always a reminder. And then, then she it. said, you know, go read fiction for dummies and and go read uh, you know Stephen King's book on how to write fiction and a few other things. And from that point, it really took me another three years to learn how to do it right. Ooh. So 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 I'm you know I'm I'm not gonna kid any of your listeners and I, and I point this out in the next book I'm in the next uh, 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 nonfiction I'm writing, which is uh, F with three stars, your fear forever. Uh, but it's, it's, you know, if, if you want to become great, you know, and we all have greatness in us, it's not just a function of having a superpower. Like you got to work it. You got to, you got to learn. You got to put in the time and the effort. You've got to fail and fail and fail, which is what I did as a, as an author. Like you kind of forget, particularly once you become successful at something, how yep. hard it is to start. And yep. it's funny. And I tell all my, my student audiences, uh, you know, I used to be you, but I, but I understand what it's like to be you because seven years ago, I had to start over from scratch. I was you for a second time in my life. And if I can do it twice, you can do it once. Absolutely. That's it's such a great advice. And, and, and for those that are listening that have, you know, the last two and a half, three years have been tough on businesses, have been tough on families. Norman's message here should inspire you to realize that 
it doesn't end. You get to choose something new. You get to learn something new. Our abilities and our drive forward is is what allows us to create and and have impact not on just our lives, but on on other people's lives. Norman, your your story is uh, is truly inspiring, and I I am so glad that you you were able to come on the show today. Uh, what what is what is one piece of advice that you could give to somebody right now who may have lost it all or might see it crumbling they might be in the midst of it and they don't know what comes next what would you what what advice would you have for somebody like that uh i'd say i'd say i'd start by saying go listen to my ted talk because i've been there but out of that ted talk the one if, if i have to pick one point that emerges it's you don't have to do it alone you can't do it alone ask for help and don't be ashamed of it. We've all of us who've succeeded have have learned how to ask for help. And yeah, some people may say no, but keep asking until you find someone that says yes. I mean, I'm I'm out there on LinkedIn, and anybody uh, who wants some of my time or who has a question or a concern, uh, you know, I'm 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 out there. I'm I've I've got time for anybody who reaches out because that's my gift back. And so I tell you the same thing. Don't be ashamed to ask if you don't know how to do something. That's, that's the way to learn. Absolutely. And you're so right. We, we can't go forward by ourselves at this point. We've tried that. We've done it. It's gotten us to where we're at. We have to go together from this point forward. So get the help. Ask for help. It is going to carry you so much farther in the future. Norman, you are a uh, uh, true inspiration. Thank you so much for being here today. Before we go, where can people go find more information about you? Uh, once again, to find me, uh, you can either find me on LinkedIn. It's Norman Bacall, B-A-C-A-L, or go to my website, Norman Bacall, Norman, B-A-C-A-L, all one word, dot com. Fantastic. Folks, go take a look at what Norman's up to. Go watch his TED Talk. And remember, you don't have to do it alone. And until next time, go out there, incorporate your own superpowers so you can change the world. Take care. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.